All right. Uh, CJ, your word is uh, air quality. Great. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Yeah, apologies if I start coughing after clear my throat uh, at time of recording. Uh, Chicago and the Chicagoland area are in a big haze because of yep. the Canadian wildfires. It's blotting out the sun. Now, no big deal. Just uh, got a lot of smoke up there. Your neighbors up north, eh? Where is Smokey the Bear only a U.S. thing? Maybe that's the problem. Hey, welcome to the Over Talking Podcast with your hosts, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hello. This is the. <laughs> Show where we talk over TV shows and movies, and it's just the boys this week again, because why not? <laughs> you know you us, guys you love, love us. You love it. Don't pretend like you don't. Uh, we're going to talk about some stuff we've been watching again, because uh, you guys have probably already burned through all of the things we talked about last time, mm-hmm. so we're going to give you a couple more wrecks. Yeah, don't worry. Plenty of content. A That's nice right. spoiler-free episode, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're not going to spoil anything. Try to make these ones the most listenable. For sure, yeah. Uh, do you want to kick us off? Uh, no, I want to talk about Smokey the Bear. I think he is only a U.S. <laughs> thing. <laughs> he's I think more, so, right? Yeah, he's more prevalent in... You see him a bunch in Minnesota. Okay. Um, which, but that's pretty close to Canada. Yeah. They, they, so... The people, I think, sound the same, too, basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, so is this Smokey the Bear just, like, fire prevention, but, like, these... Canadian fires are like wildfires, like just yeah. normal, normal things. Okay, they're just yeah. These days, what we have come to know as normal because the world yeah. is on fire, literally. Yeah, on fire, and we're yeah. all going to hell. Yeah, no, these are it's just naturally occurring fires. Great, but like real bad because global warming. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so bad that it affects an entire country <laughs> below them. Right. <laughs> Not even their own country. No. It was it, like. Okay, so it was it was a couple of days ago where Chicago specifically was the like worst air quality city in the world. And I was I was visiting some relatives that day and they're like, How is it how is it worse than where the actual wildfires are? Like yeah. how is that even possible? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't either. But this is the world we're living in. <laughs> just that just all of it just condenses down into the city. I don't, I don't know but yeah I, I never once thought to look up air quality before I've never been to this airnow.gov no. website until a couple days ago but uh sure is bad when you go on there and it just says very unhealthy that's the <laughs> status yeah when you can feel it in your lungs when you step outside it's not it's not good yeah i've flat out developed a cough over the past few days it's God. it's bad i can like feel gunk in my lungs i think i read today that if you're outside for like a typical work day for like eight hours it's the equivalent of you having smoked like was it like 16 cigarettes or something good God. which is wild <sighs> that is a lot yeah yeah, I also, I was having the same feelings of like mid-COVID where we were all told, hey, you shouldn't be out doing things. And then these past couple of days, like pulling up Instagram and seeing people doing things, I was like, no, you're <laughs> you're breathing in smoke like this. Go back inside. At least them being outside this time isn't actively harming anyone else. True. Yes. They're Just not themselves. Yeah, spreading a uh, disease. 
But, but just like just last time, wearing a mask helps. Yes, so. exactly. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, it was like people are still out at ball games and doing stuff. It's like, you're going to yeah. sit for like four hours to watch a baseball game, just breathing in all that smoke. Guys, the the baseball team is going to win or it's going to lose. You don't need to be there. It's it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. People have plans, I guess. They don't want to change them. <laughs> Fucking losers. <laughs> <laughs> this sucks though. I've been like, I, I really, I so badly just want to go for a walk. But even yeah. hearing like uh, Emily went outside just to walk like a block to go grab something and wore a mask. And she was saying that like, even when the wind picked up, you like were struggling to breathe a bit or like it hit you. It's like, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it, this is a nice time of year yeah like i want to go outside and at least like land the hammock or like defrost yeah. from the ac that i can't seem to figure out in this house and uh i just can't i can't do it. i mean I'll, I'll go outside for like 10 minutes because i'm like all right 10 minutes can't be that bad detrimental but still it's i'm like i can i can still feel it it's yeah it's gross it is gross well what's hopefully not gross is what we watched Segway. Uh, over the past week or two, yeah. Uh, so, CJ, do you do you now want to kick us off? I, I can kick us off. Um, yeah. One more, really quick. What's also gross? The writer strike continues. Uh, pay pay them a fair wage. Anyway, okay, on to the movies. <laughs> That's crazy. That is crazy. That's still going on. It's still still ongoing. They're it's asking until... for two percent of all their profits. That's it. Oh my 2%. god. It, it's going to go until it like actually matters to the studios, right? Like until it's, they actually run out of things to release. It's starting to now, like we've, we've now hit the point where like just about every production is at a standstill. Like okay. they're running out of stuff to make All or right. put out. So yeah, hopefully we start to see some movements in those talks. Yep. Ugh. Seems pretty straightforward in my mind. You should pay them, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so today uh. on this this, our third mini-review episode, I think. Yes. I want to talk about Netflix's Extraction. Extraction. Starring Chris Hemsworth. Came out in 2020. Um, the reason I chose these two is because they just came out with the second one. I think like this month or last month. Mm. Extraction had been sitting in my Netflix list for years, apparently. <laughs> I was like, oh, that, that looks like something I might watch. And then I saw they came out with the second one. I was like, oh. Okay, well, if they made a second one, the first one's got to be at least, like, decent. <laughs> so then that triggered me to watch the first one. Chris Hemsworth plays this kind of, like, badass uh, military dude um, who's hired by a third party to rescue a kidnapped boy. It is directed by Sam Hargrave, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, probably not, and written by the Russo Brothers and Andy Parks. Oh, shit. Yeah. Nice. So Russo Brothers, we know them. Big action yeah. people, Marvel stuff. Uh, early community, I think. Probably worked with Chris Hemsworth before on yeah. Marvel. Exactly. So this is, you know how IMDb has multiple genres? You like click on it and it's like, oh, this is a fantasy, whatever. These movies get two. Action thriller. That's it. That's all you're getting from these movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's just action, uh, which I don't mind at all. I, I, yeah. I will happily throw on a pure action movie, which these are. You get into the action, again, something I prefer, within maybe five to ten minutes of the movie. They, like, barely set up a premise, and then we're in it. <laughs> Don't need it. Guns Don't are firing. It. People are getting shot. It's great. That's what you're there for. Exactly. The one thing that stood out to me, and I know uh, 
I was texting you about these movies because in the first one, you get this action sequence that is just, as far as I can tell, uh, one long continuous shot where the camera is like a couple feet away from Chris Hemsworth just like mowing down these people, fist fighting, knife fighting, all that good stuff. And that really was like, this is very cool. I wanted to like Google how they did it because it seems like it's got to be a drone or something. I don't get, there's no way a person carrying a camera is keeping up with all of this. How, how long was the sequence? I, Do you I, I honestly, in my mind, it's probably not accurate, but like 20 minutes. It's a Whoa. long action fight. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, it's possible, right? Like 1917 did it. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's what it. Yeah, that's the coolest thing. I love when movies do that. It's that's so what awesome. it reminded me of. Was yeah, nineteen seventeen. It it was it's very cool. It's fun. You get in the action. It's a lot of. It's a great fight scenes. They have everything like choreographed super well. Not quite John Wick level, but I mean, you're not going to top mm-hmm. that. That's that's the cream of the crop sure. right there. Yeah. All in all, though, I, I recommend if you're just looking for like a fun action movie you just want to see him kind of be a badass and stuff tomato meter score 67 percent, so like not bad pretty well liked okay uh audience score of a 70 so they kind of agree nice. my letterbox score which of course you can follow me on letterbox at, at cgw cj the word w the word you uh <laughs> three out of five because it's just like it's a good action movie that's a fine score for for action. I'd probably even in our score bump it up to like a six and a half. Okay. And my review was the long continuous shot was cool, but it's not like it has much of a plot. <laughs> okay. Nice. I don't need one. I'm not here for that anyway. No. no, for sure. Just just a warning that like if you're trying to be invested in this or, or looking for some meaning or twist or anything like that. You're not going to get any of that. You're going to get very cool action sequences. You get what you get, and that's what you're there for. Yeah. And that's all you need. That was great. Cool. Yeah, I, I definitely plan on checking this out. Um, if if alone for the the long action sequences with just a single single shot, because I, I live for that shit. Yeah. I watched, I wish I could remember the name of it, but, but there's a horror movie that does that, where like the entire movie is one quote-unquote shot, but you know it's not not really... But yeah, I love that stuff. Cool. It was well, great. Should I go next? Yep. All right. Uh, so uh, on Juneteenth, I had the day off of work, and I went by my own lonesome to the movie theater. Nice. To check out The Boogeyman. Oh. 2023's The Boogeyman, directed by Rob Savage. Does that name sound familiar, CJ? Fake name. Nope. <laughs> Real name, obviously great name for a horror director. Yeah. He's actually directed something else we've covered on the show before. He's directed Host. Oh. That nice. was his breakout film. Yeah. He did another movie called Dashcam, which didn't really get as good uh, reviews. But uh, yeah, now he's back with a big budget and he directed The Boogeyman, which is uh, based off of a uh, Stephen King 1993 short story. Oh, okay. But yeah. Let's see. A good summary for this uh, would be that there's something in the closet. And there always is. It's gonna it's gonna get you uh, if you have trauma that you've experienced. That's that's kind of it. It's another. So th- there's a lot of uh, horror movies out these days that play off of 
trauma. It's kind of a, it's becoming a trope almost in, in horror. Seems but, kind of mean too, to pick on people that have already been through a traumatic experience. It's a, it's an easy starting place for a horror movie, right? Like yeah, if you've fair. already been through trauma, it's already super dark and yeah. everyone's upset and gloomy. And then anything super creepy can kind of creep into that, um, which is again what the boogeyman does, but it's got a really cool boogeyman monster thing that uh, I won't I won't go into too many details about but uh super scary you don't really see it much for the first part of the movie which also is kind of scary cuz you kind of let your mind work to see what uh, you want to see uh but yeah oh this stars actually um what is her name uh Sophie Thatcher who you may know from The Mandalorian uh she was one of the uh I don't know, those cyborg people. Oh, no, I'm sorry, not the Mandalorian, uh, Boba Fett. She was one of those cyborg people in Boba Fett. Gotcha. But she's also in Yellow Jackets, which I mentioned in the last uh, mini-review. Any relation Um, to Margaret? I don't don't know. Maybe. Uh, But yeah, I would say check it out. I think you would like it, CJ. (laughs) <laughs> yep, yeah, this sounds very up my alley. I I Google searched uh, the movie because I wanted to see what the monster looks like as you were describing it, and that is horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's super scary. Yeah. So yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes, this got a sixty three percent. Okay. Which seems lower than I, I would have expected. Um, it got a sixty six audience score. I gave it on Letterboxd, uh, which you can follow me at. Wow, my name's not super easy to spell out, but it's uh, KDRISC01. K-D-R-I-S-C-01. Almost gets my last name, but not quite. You'll never figure it out. I gave it a three and a half stars. So what's that, a seven? Yeah, about. So yeah, I I guess I'm not that far off from IMDb. Yeah. Um, I didn't put any review, but I think it's good. It's, It's fine. Uh, it's not groundbreaking or anything like that, but I'm just, I'm happy for Rob Savage and that he's getting uh, bigger and bigger movies. Yeah. I actually listened to, um, I think I've mentioned this podcast on the show before. It's called the boo crew. Um, (laughs) they, they do horror, horror interviews and they've had Rob on, uh, they have an excellent, uh, one with him for host back in the day. Um, but they had him back on for the boogeyman. Uh, and it's, it was a really good interview. And uh, apparently he's going to be doing some stuff with uh, Sam Raimi coming up Ooh. of Evil Dead. That's fame. cool. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's the boogeyman for me. I wish I had seen the new Evil Dead. I still haven't. Hopefully by really? the time this episode comes out, I'll have watched it because it's on HBO Max now or just Max. Yeah. So I will. I'll be checking it out soon. Nice. OK. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah. I wanted to see that in theaters. It just didn't didn't end up happening. So mm. I'll. uh Pick a night and get super spooky. Turn off all the lights. Yeah, that's not bad. Not a bad way. That movie's not for you. I guarantee that movie's not for you. (laughs) Yep, agreed. (laughs) Some like mommy issues stuff going on there too. Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't know. You you haven't seen um, 2013's Evil Dead, have you? No, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, that one's pretty. That one's pretty fucked up too. You wouldn't you wouldn't like that one. Maybe maybe this October we'll see. Yeah, boy. That might I, yeah. be too intense, though. I think I've only seen... I think we've only done Evil Dead 2. I think so. Yeah, you haven't seen one, right? I don't think so. Yeah. This is not ringing a bell if I have. You would like um, Evil Dead 3 or Army of Darkness. It's more like of that comedy horror thing. Gotcha. 
Yeah, I think I remember us talking with Riley about the third one, too. Right. Okay, maybe. Well. Have somebody pick it. <laughs> okay. Uh, what else did you watch, Siege? Well, funny enough, I watched Extraction 2. Wow, you're really just busting through uh, franchises lately. Yeah, it's fun. It's, nice. uh, it's I don't know. I'm in a, a binge mode recently. It's, it's fun to just knock these out. I sh- yeah, I should say, too, I'm not like sitting down on a Sunday night and making popcorn and watching these. I think both of these I watched while working out. So it's not like they even have my like full undivided attention. Definitely. I love the picture of you sitting. I'm just picturing shirtless <laughs> curling iron while you're watching action movies. Yeah. Just sweating. Be like, yeah, I could fucking do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't look like Chris Hemsworth unless you start trying, right? <laughs> You, gotta, you need inspiration, right? Yeah. That's what it is. Fitzbo. Are you just curling like guns? Is <laughs> yeah. that uh mm-hmm. is that it? Just cement blocks that yeah. I've made myself <laughs> with big nice. ropes. Nice. I have to imagine that's what he uses. Gotta be. Yeah. All right. So how is extraction it's it's extraction or extraction point? Uh extraction two. Extraction two. Extraction point is something, right? Uh I don't Pretty know. Sure. Probably. Yep. Extra points. A movie. That's a movie. It's got one 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 star on IMDb. It's think, nothing. It, yeah. It's it's not a. It's like a shitty. <laughs> yeah, nothing I don't think movie. This is a, yeah, All right, well go ahead. <laughs> so, um, the end of I won't spoil the ending of Extraction, but Thank uh, you. you basically you find out in Extraction two. He's kind of he's been injured. He's in physical therapy to recover. He's basically they set him up with this cabin in the wilderness of vienna i think and he's kind of just left to go do his own thing in the first movie some of the backstory you find out is he he was married he had a kid uh but the kid had leukemia and died at a young age and part of his backstory was that like he didn't know how to help in that situation so he volunteered to keep keep his military service going and basically like wasn't there for his wife and kid and something he regrets and is like struggling with the very, very few (laughs) minutes of backstory you get in these movies. (laughs) So in the second one, the new person to rescue is his ex-wife's sister, Jesus. which in, in sort of quick montage fashion, they're like, Hey, you remember her, right? And surely you remember this guy he or she was dating and that he's bad, right? Let's quickly go through like a two-minute backstory of them <laughs> to catch Quick you up. Yeah. Yeah. And so he he is then now brought in to rescue her from this crime lord guy who has a brother, but they're in prison because the Guy is in prison, but he's somehow hooked it up where his family stays with them in prison to sort of protect them. Hmm. So again, Chris Hemsworth comes in with his two buddies that he always teams up with and rescues the family. Um, They have two kids out of prison. So gets the sister and the two Hmm. kids out of prison. Uh, They kill her boyfriend or husband. I'm not sure what their status was, but... During the escape. And the son is very mad at that. He only finds out after they fully escape. Like, you keep saying dad's going to meet us. Like, where is he? And then they have to be like, well, here's what happened. Oops. (laughs) Oopsie. (laughs) 
tons of awesome action sequences again there's more continuous long shots that are cool there's this whole like train fight uh there's a helicopter involved very very fun i don't know what else more to say idris elba shows up he he basically is the one to say like he appears at the cabin and basically is the one to say here's your next job kind of thing hell yeah uh and then he shows up at the end uh they set up that there's potentially could be a third one why not make a third one? The, the, yeah, <laughs> there's absolutely. not much to these. <laughs> uh, I think all the effort is going into the fight scenes anyway. Like nobody cares about the plot if you're watching sure. this. Yeah. So that being said, tomato meter score has gone up seventy nine percent. Wow. Yeah. Good. Certified fresh. Wow. Audience score eighty seven. <laughs> Audience loves these. I I I sort of agree. I liked this one better. Letterboxd, I put another three out of five. Because again, I, I don't like, there's not really a plot going on here. It was still fun. I'm glad I watched it, but mm-hmm. I don't know that I can quite give it like a seven out of 10 just because there's not really a whole lot going on here. <laughs> so I, I left it at a three out of five on Letterboxd. And my review was simply, would watch another one. They make a third, <laughs> they make a third one of these. I'm absolutely going to watch it. Sure. Nice. All that said, like, yeah, there's not much more to say other than these are very fun action movies. If that is your thing, definitely check these out. Cool. All right. Uh, well, my last movie, CJ, I know you are going to like it. So a little preface. There is, I think I've talked about this on the show before, and CJ actually inadvertently watched part of it. Uh, but there's this show that I watch on the streaming service Shudder. Uh, that comes out every Friday uh, for when it's airing called Joe Bob's last drive-in. Oh yeah. What the actual title is. Yeah. And Joe Bob is a uh, old aging guy who used to host uh, monster vision on TNT. Basically he hosts horror movies and uh, Meg and I usually tune in for the first of a double feature uh, because we can't stay up that late. And this time, Usually it's like the first movie is usually like an older, maybe 70s or 80s kind of schlocky horror movie. Uh, but now, yeah, they they went for something in the, the 20 knots, something a little newer. Whoa. Something that I know, CJ, you've seen before. They went with 2013's Sharknado. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. Absolutely. It's summer. It's time for the shark movies to come back out. Yes. It was the perfect time to watch it again. 2013, directed by Anthony C. Ferrante, which on uh, the Joe Bob thing I watched, uh, they actually interviewed him for a little bit, which was cool. This is just uh, distributed on sci-fi, but it was made by Asylum Films, which makes like all of those like Shark First, Megalodon, or whatever, all that, all those crazy poor Mega CGI. Shark versus Giant Octopus. Yes, all all of those really bad ripoff shitty movies uh, you know they're pretty good i, I don't know about really bad <laughs> i mean well of course yeah they made sharknado yeah the smash hit that's right there was a couple of interesting facts that i found out during uh the joe bob thing uh one of them was that in order for them to get the larger names like tara reed and ian Ziering, who played finn uh into the movie was that they said that the movie was going to be distributed as titled under dark waters hmm uh, because they thought the name Sharknado would scare people away. Um, but like during filming, they kind of hinted that like, hey, well, you know, if it ends up being called Sharknado, it might not be that bad. And uh, of course it did. Uh, and got its own theme song during the credits and everything. It's so, so good. 
You gotta call it that. You gotta. What else? Dark skies? That doesn't make any sense. Come on. Sharknado. Yeah. I don't know what more to say. If you haven't seen Sharknado, it's about a tornado that sucks up sharks and then drops them on people and somehow the sharks what more do you want enough to eat them i don't know it's it's, also do yourself a favor and go see it if you haven't it's a blast yes please go watch it it's a lot of fun i don't need to talk more about it it's it's just uh it kicks off a franchise that gets progressively more and more crazy on purpose um anyway so imdb gave this a 3.3 out of 10 which is very low it's very imdb of it for sure I just wanted to say that before I, I get to Rotten Tomatoes, which gave it a 74% on the tomato meter. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't understand because then the audience score is 33%. Oh, come on. I feel like that should be switched, right? <laughs> yeah. Like critics should be like, this is bullshit. And audience should be like, hell yeah. Yeah. Sharknado. Why is it 33% for audience score? I don't understand. Ridiculous. I genuinely don't understand what happened there. They made six of these people. They have to That's be right. good. You're not making right. six if it's not that good. Come on. People clearly liked it. Who? Th- there's 66% of people who are like, I'm angry enough about this to write in and, and say it's bad. Like, that's yeah. Uh, anyway, given that on Letterboxd, you can find me at Kdrisco1. Um, I gave it a three stars. Okay. Because, you know, it is it is still Sharknado, it's still but Sharknado. also it's yeah. Sharknado. So six out of ten seems uh, seems fair. I had a good time watching it. I would watch it again, obviously. I've seen Sharknado probably three or four times. So yeah. I yeah. I think we watched this on vacation it, when it originally aired. We watched like, at least one or two of them together. I yeah. know that. Uh, um, I remember going to the Music Box Theater and they showed it there. And I think they had the writer there and he was selling like printed out scripts. Yeah, you I, got I something know. like that. Some Sharknado book thing. Did I buy one? Maybe I did. I don't know where that is. There's Survival Guide maybe or something like that it was called. Hmm, I don't know. I'll have to see what I got. I, I also just, I, I totally forgot. I want to read through the titles of all six movies. Oh, yeah. They're great. I forgot that they did this. Yeah. So first one, you have Sharknado. And, and on the movie poster, it, it says, enough set. That's, that's their movie <laughs> poster, which I agree. That's all you need to yes. know. Yes. Um, then you have Sharknado 2, colon, the second one. <laughs> just not even trying, really. Nope. And the movie poster, yes. it has the words, Shark happens. Shark happens. Very good. Then you have Sharknado 3 colon oh hell no. <laughs> Again, not really a pun on anything. Just Nope. It's just real low effort. And then <laughs> they've uh, mimicked a Star Wars poster for the fourth one because the fourth one is called Sharknado colon The Fourth Awakens. <laughs> Very good. Doesn't make any sense. So good. <laughs> Looks like a Star Wars poster. It's great. Then you have uh, Sharknado 5 colon Global Swarming. That one's actually good. That's an actually good title. That's good. Yeah. And then you have the sixth one is just called The Last Sharknado colon It's About Time. Where they do time travel. I know. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that part. They do do time travel. They they go back to the first Sharknado to stop everything from happening because somehow that kicked off all of the other ones or something. It doesn't make any sense, but it's great. That's what they do. It's, it's so really good. good. I think a shark eats a T Rex in it. It's it's the best. It's it's great. 
You got Gary Busey in that one. <laughs> How could he not like that? Oh, speaking of sharks eating T-Rexes, the new, uh, the Meg 2, I don't know if you've seen the trailer for that, but no. they're literally in the trailer, uh, a Meg eats a T-Rex, and it, it's fucking awesome, and I can't wait to see that one. Jason Statham is in that? He was in the first one. Wow. Yeah. All right. I got to, I don't know, have I, have I seen the first one? Oh, boy. It's shark movie season, CJ. Time yeah. to download that and watch it. Yeah, I got to watch the first one. For sure. Meg 2 colon The Trench. The Trench. It's two hours long. It's an hour 56. Wow. Not long enough. <laughs> yeah. Not long enough. All right. Well, that's uh, that's what we watched. Um, do you have any honorable mentions? I have, I have one thing. Uh, yeah, I do have a quick honorable mention. Um, Emily and I went to the theaters to watch Past Lives. Oh, yeah. I keep hearing about that. Yeah, it was very good. It's it's kind of a it's a very interesting premise that they sort of play with different ages of the characters. It right at time of recording, it has a ninety seven percent on the tomato meter wow. and a ninety three audience score. Wow, it's only a little bit better than Sharknado. <laughs> yeah, only. <laughs> yeah, I recommend it. It it was it was good. Not not something I um. I think I normally seek out because it's more of a kind of like romance drama kind of thing, mm-hmm. but I really enjoyed it. Nice. Yeah. I know Meg wants to see that. So we'll probably go see that at some point too. Yeah. How about you? I've got a show actually. Um, Meg and I have been, we, we've watched past seasons of this, um, but we just watched season eight of the history channel show called alone. Have you heard of alone? Didn't you bring that up last week? <laughs> Oh, fuck. Before. Did I already talk about Alone? <laughs> yeah. I know you've been well, watching it. I think you brought it up with Patrick. I must have brought it up as my previous one. Anyway, we finished it. It's still good. We're starting season nine. Nice. Have I you watched talk about it more. all nine seasons then? Like you're... No. Oh, okay. We've watched maybe one or two before that past season. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to just go start from the beginning if you're liking it so much? Eventually. We'll probably we'll probably circle back around. Um, we're We're starting on the next season now. Uh, where there's polar bears. Fun. Yeah, which are in danger. I'm pretty sure you can't kill polar bears. No. But How are you going to catch them? They're always sliding around drinking Coke. They, yeah, that's right. They said that um, polar bears have, are one of the three animals in existence that actively hunt humans. Whoa. It's, it's polar bears, lions, and other humans. <laughs> the most dangerous sport, man. That's right. Yes. Wow, I did not know that. Maybe they'll see uh, Gal Gadot will pop up and give a little wave <laughs> off a submarine. Sure, absolutely. Well, I, that's all I got. Uh, just a repeat of, of last week or last time. And uh, that's you're really it. liking that show. It's good. Honestly, check it out. It's it's a pretty easy show to watch. It's uh, it's very chill. If you're looking for something to watch before going to bed, it's uh, it's a chill. Yeah, there's a lot of like them just. Really low energy because they haven't eaten anything. Talking to the camera, yeah, um, that—that's really it. They're just starving, slowly starving. <laughs> yeah, just slowly starving, gonna die in the wilderness. That's pretty chill. No, no one's ever died. I don't think. I mean, I haven't seen all the seasons, so you know. Well, they didn't hand in the footage. They died, so no one's ever seen it. They couldn't hand okay. in what they did. That's right. There was just extra contestants that they—they they just decided not to show. Yeah, yeah. That does not seem like a chill show to wind down the day with. People trying to survive. Because like they're just alone in the wilderness. Like there's not there's nothing happening, literally. Like they're either building a shelter or foraging for like 
mushrooms to eat because they're all really bad at hunting anything or fishing. So yeah, it's all it's not. I'm really selling the show, but it's <laughs> uh, it's good. It's it's a nice chill show. You get to watch people outlast each other, but also most of the show is people failing at what their goal was, which was to outlast everyone else. So very uplifting. Know. Yeah, for sure. Now nah, just throw on some food YouTube. That's that's my wine. That's down. good too. That's yeah. good too. I'm down for that. Some Claire Saffets or or Paula Hollywood City Bakes. Oh, speaking of YouTube, did you ever watch Smosh back in the day? Smosh. It was like it was like two guys who had like emo haircuts. Uh, a t- a and they made show a couple of No, it was it was they were, they made YouTube videos. They were like comedy YouTube videos. I don't know. Anyway, so. I used to watch them back in college and then they got bought out and made bigger videos and then split up and now the two original guys bought the channel back from whoever had initially bought them and now they're back together making videos i don't know i just thought it was i don't really watch them i just thought it was interesting that they were able to buy their channel back from whoever bought them previously it's kind of an interesting story yeah uh but man you are spot on with the emo haircuts yes yes <laughs> <I just> searched. <laughs> yeah yeah, that's, that's, the that's exactly what you're picturing. You. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we got. CJ, where can people find us? You can follow us on all the things at Overtalking Pod. Call or text us at USAKAT1591. Let us know if you like these. Should we keep doing these mini review episodes? I personally am a huge fan of them. It is uh, no yeah. extra homework. It's easy to schedule. <laughs> that makes right. editing super easy for me. Uh, Don't have to I enjoy it. Get a guest. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, we like it. Please let us know one way. Or another, just just let us know that you're listening. <laughs> I only want to know if cool. you like it. If you don't like these, I don't care. We're going to keep doing them anyway. But really, I just sure. want to. Even if you don't like it, just just let just please talk talk to us. <laughs> and yeah, we'll we'll be sure to check our rating section to see if anybody has typed in some bitch over and over. We'll be sure to keep keep please keep doing that. By the next time we check, it better be full up with some bitch. But also maybe saying like, hey, it's really good and be five stars. Hey, we love you. We think you're cute. Yeah, anything. You, hey, I love the, the the podcast episodes where it's just you guys and you're just talking about what you actually watch. Yeah. And how the world is on fire. <laughs> the world's on fire. How about yours? That's why I like it. Oh, no, they're here. Uh, they're just in flames. It's the over-talking overlords. They seem unfazed by being literally on fire. But, of course, they're here for no other reasons than than to remind me to remind you, if you like the show, please go on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And, hey, we already said it, rate and review. That's how people find this podcast. Also, we spend no money in advertising because it's pretty obvious (laughs) that we don't. So if you like the show, tell a friend and spread the word. That's uh, that's how we we get the, the listeners in. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And they're gone. Don't we know what we're doing next week? We're having Justin Peters back on. Woo! Y'all know and love him. He, he makes the theme song, and he's been on hundreds of episodes, if not hundreds. Uh, and we're watching tw- 2001's Joyride, which S- is... Starring... I don't remember who's, who's in it. A Mr. Paul Walker. Oh, shit. I'm so excited. And, of course, he's in a, a car theme movie. That's so right. So, I don't know if that qualifies for, for Steve. I forgot to mention on, uh, on Steve's episode, but we... I think the next episode we have to do with steve is better luck tomorrow right technically in franchise 
movie in the FFU. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I'm down for that. And then and then we have to do Citizen Kane. Of course, obviously. Well, and as we always say at the end of every single episode, some bitch, some bitch. That's gonna that's gonna keep going. That's really good. Good job. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was produced by Ken and CJ. Edited by CJ. This week it was just the boys. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs.